You're listening to What's Hot on NCCU Audio. It is What's Hot with Shamai Cook. I am Shamai Cook. Uh, I got my special guest co-host, Caleb Bill in the building. How you doing, Caleb? You know, we're still here. We're still here. We're still yeah. in the number. And we got a special guest in the building today. Uh, he's a former mass communication student. He's an uh, NCCU alumni. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's here all the way from L.A., Los Angeles, you know, right. city of angels. It's Tyler Fisher in the building. How you doing, Tyler? Thank you so much for coming on the show. Man, it's my pleasure to be on the show. Thank you guys both for taking our time to interview me. We can have jump into this great discussion today. Thank, thank you so much. First of all, how, how are you doing? How is L.A.? How is life after, you know, college? Being an alumni of, you know, like you said, the illustrious North the Carolina illustrious, City. The North Eagles, Ca- yeah, the Nest. Yes, <laughs> North Carolina Central University. Uh, I'll say the main thing is adjusting to time management. Okay. Uh, when you're in school, you're able to just go by a schedule. Uh, when you're out in the real world, it's more so uh, maintaining your own schedule yeah. uh, and your time management. And that's certain skills you can build while you're in college. So I'll say the main thing is time management and direction because there's so many options and ways you can go with your career. And just really doing something you love is kind of the goal for me. So we... You know, you are, like I said, recently a graduate of NCCU. Can you talk about, you know, your experience as a student here? Um, my experience as a student at Central, man, it was it was a very eventful four and a half years. Uh, I graduated a semester late because I switched majors. Gotcha, okay. Uh, and I had failed accounting. Uh, but you know I will say, um, overall, just being exposed to the different outside extracurricular activities NCCU has like okay. a writing studio like being a part of organizations volunteering uh, uh, internship programs uh, it's been great to learn along the way and fell forward because uh, in the beginning I didn't really know what direction I wanted to go mm. but me putting myself out there meeting new people exposing myself and failing forward kind of allowed me to grow and be able to find kind of like my niche and what direction I wanted to go Gotcha. Why did you choose MassCom? MassCom. Uh, I heard this thing by Warren Buffett. He said, "If you can increase, uh, if you can increase your communication, you increase your value by fifteen percent." Wow. Um, okay. And aside from that, I, I I was in business and I didn't like really. I I wasn't really. It wasn't. I love business, but uh-huh. I didn't just didn't love biz, the business classes. So, uh, I wanted to be able to communicate my brand, who I was, mm-hmm. um, and be able to fluently get better in my writing and my speaking so i felt like masscom was the best option for my career path gotcha because uh overall i wear a lot of hats but i just tell people that i'm a storyteller so and able to tell stories uh effectively and powerfully i would say masscom was just like it was just it was just the right fit and i don't regret it at all storytelling you just said storytelling what the storytelling how important storytelling is to you what's the importance of storytelling you know as you know not, you're an author we're gonna get into that a little later but what's the you know the importance of storytelling for me the importance of storytelling is really the ability to connect with another person with similar stories because we all have similar stories yeah uh and they can empower us they can keep us moving so i think stories connect us all because everybody in this room has a story and just being able to tell your story whatever medium whether it's clothing whether it's poetry whether it's a book whether it's film uh whether it's business you know i think absolutely uh, just being in that space of telling stories can uplift a community can uplift relationships 
So, uh, yeah, that, I just love storytelling. Got any questions, Caleb? Yeah, so my question is going to be, um, so you came you came to Central. Was Did you come here your first year? Like, Was that your business the only school you went to? Yeah, it's, this uh, Central was the only school I went to. I was considering uh, a couple other schools, but Central was kind of like my main focus because of the family environment. Um, they just came off a three P. I was thinking about walking on to play football again. So the football team was going good, and it just felt like a place I can grow as a person. So um, Central was the only place uh, that I. And been then to. now, so just looking back on that experience, just what are some of the key things you think that Central gave you? Key tools that you use on the day to day now, or that you may just use here and there to help you be successful. Mm, good question. Great question. Thank you. Yeah, that was a good question. I would say. But really time management, man, you can make more money, but you can't make more time. So when you're out in the world, uh, you want to be able to manage your time wisely because you can look up one day and be 30 and your whole life slip away. So I think Central has not only been able to teach me time management skills, but leadership skills, Hmm. stepping in the roles of a community service, uh, uh, the hierarchy of the organizations uh, and and just being able to lead uh, in spaces where. Um, you can have an impact. So I'll say leadership and time management is uh, things Central has given to me. Absolutely. So you talk about time management. You, uh, I was watching one of your videos on your YouTube channel, and you said, quote, time management is the key in success for college, mm-hmm. right? Can you talk about how important time management as a college student, you know, in, your, in undergrad, how important is time management? Time management is literally like make or break it because like I said earlier, you can make more money, but you can't make more time. So in that sense, you don't want to get to your senior year of college mm-hmm. and not have nothing to show for it. Uh, so for um, while you're in school, uh, joining organizations, being on time for class, mm-hmm. uh, having for me, I have a planner with me. I carry it everywhere I go. I plan out my weeks, my priorities. I always try to set my priorities first. So gotcha. just being able to uh, have your priorities first um, and set that standard of I'm blocking out this time to knock yeah. out this stuff because I always tell people like even though I had fun and went to a couple parties and whatnot, you can't really put partying on your resume. So once oh, you graduate, yeah, once you graduate, what do you have to show for, you know? Um, so I, I wanted to be able to maximize my time yeah. um, and just be a steward of my time. Um, so, yeah. You know, you are an author of three books. Uh, can you uh, please tell us the importance, uh, you know, the inspiration behind you writing these books? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it all started with my first book, Cardiac Cardinals. Uh, it's available on Amazon, by the way. Uh-huh. Uh, good, good tag. Good, yes, good, sir, good yes, plug. Sir. I like that. Okay. Um, yeah. Cardiac Cardinals was a book about finding my identity through the adversity that I went through through high school football and growing up homeless and in in a shelter and living in poverty. So uh, I knew a lot of athletes who got injured after high school and they put their whole identity into uh, being an athlete. And once that was lost, it was more so, um, you know, depression hit, uh, identity crisis. So it was just really, I wanted to share my story. I had to be vulnerable of uh, my dream of getting my family out of poverty through football and my dreams and my uh, my dreams being deferred. Uh, it's a poem by Langston Hughes called Dream Deferred. And he talks about uh, your dream p- 
pivoting in different directions but uh-huh. still being able to have a vision for yourself Absolutely. so for me being able to share that story and vision with other ex-athletes or people who've lost or gained anything in situations where um, they feel like they lost their identity so I wanted you to share my story in that sense uh, to be able to tell people um, your story is not finished you know gotcha. the things we go through are is all for God's glory so being able to walk into your truth path that God has set for you um, is going to be trials and tribulations but yeah. charge it to the game and just trust in God so I have a, I have a question too. Ahead, uh, yeah. so you talk about you know how you wanted to play football in college and that, that was your dream of, I feel like a lot of people just getting their family out of whatever situation they're in so at what time or point in your life did you say okay this is not what's going to get them out I have to choose a different route uh, I think it was even because uh, I even had attempts to go into football yeah. outside of when I got re uh, rehabilitated my leg uh, because I broke uh, my fibula and my fibula and tibia. I was uh, had seven screws in one plate on one side, three screws in one plate on the other side. So I wasn't able to walk for three to six months in that time period uh so it was a lot of reflection and depression but outside of that um inky johnson this motivational speaker said everything you do cannot be about you and that kind of like yeah, transitioned true. my thinking into like you know giving me hope that i have to do something right so that quote really stuck with me uh of just you know everything you do cannot be about you because you're going to hit something that in your life where if it's all about you it's it, it's just you're not going to have that drive, that energy to keep going if you make everything about you. So yeah. for me, uh, I was an RA at the time. Uh, I think you could, after your freshman year, you could be an RA. So I was an RA f- for the first time for that summer. I was getting free housing. I come from a background where I don't have a lot of finances. So getting free housing was big for me and having yeah. a, somewhere to sleep was big for me. So uh, I will say having that free housing uh, releasing my book uh, in 2019 at, when I was 18 in August to, uh, on the 28th uh, I was just in my storytelling path so um, it was just like I got to keep going this direction and gotcha. uh, I still love the game of football I just watched the Super Bowl oh, um, we were just talking about the Super Bowl in the, in the first yeah, hour yeah, yeah I still have a love for the game but it's a mutual respect respecting where I'm at in life and being able to still make something out of my life and uh, show the other gifts that I have because um, I didn't want to be limiting. You know, God gives us a lot yeah. of gifts at different seasons of our life. So uh, just being able to showcase all the gifts He's given me through storytelling, uh, through acting. I'm getting into acting. Wow. Uh, directing, writing, uh, just all around. Like, I, I, God has definitely blessed me. So uh, I know that was a long winded answer, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say that the Inky Johnson quote and just realizing. Uh, that I can make a career path out out of what I was already doing. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you talk about football. Do you ever uh, think about coaching? Yes, man. I think about coaching. I not only think about coaching. I think of uh, creating football films as well. So, wow. Uh, okay. I, you know, I'll say football films and tour stories probably the only thing that can tear me up. Uh, so. <laughs> um, yeah, tell story. But when I was going down that little garbage thing, oh, I was about to get. Two. I, I think that was three. That was three. That was three, man. With the bear, that was about to die. I was crying. I was like, "Yo, not Woody, not Buzz," <laughs> you know. But um, yeah, I do think about coaching. Uh, I do want to be able to get 
more acclimated in uh, in a professional setting to be able to have the right impact. But that's definitely an idea that I have for uh, for the future. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, finding a job, you know, after college is really tough. Through, uh, you know, it's really tough to, to do after you graduate. What's what was your experience? Cause you 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 live in L.A. Yes, sir. Um, you know, and you know, you just graduated about a year ago. That's that's pretty fast, you know, right out of college. Yeah. What's what was your experience after you graduated finding a job? Uh, finding a job was tough, man. Uh, I was actually uh, DoorDash. I had about fifteen jobs before my first entertainment job. Okay. So I was just working at Chick Fil A, Amazon, uh, DoorDash, Publix, grocery stores, Carowinds, but um. During the time of graduation, I was still door dashing and Instacarting, so uh, I was unemployed for three months outside of college. Wow. Okay. Um, so still just trusting in God and Him directing my path, uh, I was able to get into this program called HBCU in LA, mm. and that's why I say a key thing for me within school was was school for me was the access and the accessibility. Uh, and networking more so the education wow. because that okay. student title can get you on places that other things can't so yeah. just leveraging uh, your student title and being able to get into those internships uh, I had an opportunity uh, to go out to uh, in LA for the summer uh, it's a program called HBCU in LA and it's a pipeline from HBCUs to the industry so I was uh, able to get into that program um, and it just opened up a lot of doors. And from there, I was able to, uh, with the help of, I have some family out in California too. So okay. that, that definitely helped as well. Uh, I have a cousin and an uncle out there. So just being able to lean on them and their connections and the connection that I was already building and getting into the program, that kind of launched me into just getting on set. The You know, if you're in entertainment, the main thing is getting on set because everything is gig to gig. It's not really like a standard nine to five. So, uh, being able to get on set uh i was able to pa for basketball wives last summer mm -hmm. uh this year they brought me on as an associate producer so i will be going back to la this this weekend to start that so uh oh, just wow. a just a new experience overall talk about your experience working with those you know that's entertainment you know uh reality tv is really big in, uh, in yeah. um, culture in black culture um is it black to white under uh viacom uh vh1 vh1, uh, VH1 truly entertainment um, so yeah, um, that whole experience was amazing. Just being able to see the back end of production, yeah. the drama up front and back, the back end. Uh, it was just an amazing experience, uh, learning, uh, the different roles that everybody has. Cause it's really, it, it reminds me of football. Like everybody has to play their role for it to be able to make things successful. So, so it's scripted basically. It's cause in a sense it's, it's organized is reality, but it's organized scripted. So these stories that they're telling they're they're actually real stories okay. it's just the placement and of course right. everything's fabricated okay, that's, for entertainment that's but a, that's that's say nothing you won't get in trouble for oh no no okay, no okay, we're, okay, we're, okay. no we're, okay. we're we're good okay. uh but for the nine times out of ten for the majority it's their real lives it's gotcha. just okay uh they have to organize things so the production can go well so um it's really off the dome um sometimes they give them certain beats they want to hit in their lives like you know if you know they're going through a breakup if you know they're um raising kids or so it's just they pinpoint things in their lives and that's how they make the uh, story flow what is one thing that you will one advice one piece of advice that you will give to someone who you know who was in college or about to graduate to um college 
one piece of advice yes i would say it's so cliche but man like uh i would say what you call it is a who you know business the entertainment business is a who you know so being able to like i said earlier leverage your networking and leverage um your social capital mm. because that will get you indoors that you know filling out an application really can't and this is like real raw like i'm not gonna you know kind of you know filter, filter it yeah. Yeah, yeah like really is really who you know and what you bring to the table like because you can know people but what do you bring to the table so i think skill building now is very important whether it's writing speaking uh, communicating sending good emails uh taking good notes um just really the fundamentals is so important uh, in that industry because uh i would say i i'm gonna circle it back but Go ahead, yeah uh, my one piece of advice is lean on to your networking and social capital and building your skills while you're in college what is one thing that you you know i know we try not to live in regret but what is one thing that you took for granted in, in college that when you got into the real world that you found out oh man i should have did that um I'll say that cafeteria, man. That that, that calf, man. Bro. It's always there. It's convenient, man. That yeah. that real food, that real life, man. Be having you hungry. Um, luckily, I got food stamps. You know, oh, um, eat, calf- be- eat better today. <laughs> you know it. You know it. Eat better today. Yes. So California is pretty. Uh, they have a pretty. It's expensive, so they have a lot of programs for you to uh, be able to get government assistance, but. Uh, really i'll say um because you asked uh what is something like i missed about college or what's something i took for granted yeah mm. i'll say community okay uh college uh you can build a brand yeah you can build a following you can build a community you can have like-minded people around your age because i mean if i stayed in my hometown i just would have been working at amazon with people that not everybody but a lot of people dreams are just died out and here is just like everybody's young everybody has ambitions and goals so just being able to be in a community where everybody's thinking forward and want to progress and want to graduate not everybody for the but for the most part yeah just being in a community a a growth community is kind of what i took for granted because out in the real world you know you're gonna have to let your spirit um and let your passion push through your environment because not everybody is has your vision not everybody has uh the the goals that you have for yourself so uh i would say this is a great place to cultivate a community of growth what's next for you what's next for me man um i got a comic book i'm i'm writing uh i have a short film called purpose over pleasure make sure y'all tune in on my youtube channel at fisher studio co you know you um, know tubi tubi's a good place it's a good yes. place yes so i actually crazy enough uh i was at a networking party networking event in la and uh it was one of the tubi execs in oh, the building so wow. uh like i said networking yes you know what I'm saying it was a simple networking mixer uh we played like a pitching movie game and he was one of the people that got called in to come and help facilitate and help so um just being able to transition those networking skills from college to la that's that's a transferable skill like speaking to people is literally value in the skills so um and i commend you what you guys are doing uh creating this community of conversation and fellowship so y'all keep doing your thing because it's going to translate once you once you guys graduate i appreciate you more questions caleb 
Yeah, I was just gonna ask those those three months when you graduated, like they're coming up for me and Shamai here. So, yeah, what were those three months like for you? Like, because you have some people who they might have a job here, some people may have a job there, some people may go on to doc get their doctor and go on to grad school or this and that. So, what were those three months like for you personally with everything else going on around you? Was it around after COVID? So, what, yeah. just what were those three months like for you? Oh, those three months, man. It was I ain't gonna lie, I was I was down, man. Like. Um, mentally because I was swamped with bills from uh, I got an apartment off campus I had a car bill I just was swamped with so many bills and I was wow. still door dashing I was still Instacarting but I'm also trying to find my next move I kind of knew about the HBC in LA situation but you know I applied like November December and they I ain't hear nothing from them for two three months so it's just like everything is just up in the air and so just really leaning on God and being able to steward my time with him you know i was able to um continue what i was doing door dashing and stuff but um he gave me peace in the sense of you know my steps are ordered so don't worry about your current situation because a lot of times we get caught up in the now but it's all for uh, god's glory to be able to uh put you in a position because you know the guy's always working in the background you just got to give him time to work so uh i will say you know it was hard work i was door dashing 10 12 hours just to make ends meet wow um after college because i was so involved in campus that did take up a lot of my time but i still value it to this day because i was able to do a lot of great things on campus so uh, i don't regret anything and um and it comes down to legacy too that, that, that that's a big thing for me legacy your legacy and if you can go to like the stu- even when you graduate the school wrote about you and you know you were one in the, in the university's official videos and it comes down to legacy and i commend you for that you i know, appreciate you, that sir. Your, your legacy won't be forgotten here at central and you know whatever you go and uh, i mean your career um but i just want to commend you for that doing you know preparing for the interviewing that's why i said i gotta have you on because everybody has a story to tell and, and it's, it's black history month i'm trying to get black voices to uplift you know the culture um and when it comes to entertainment and it comes to you know us lifting each other you're doing just that and i commend you that for that Mr. look Fisher. i appreciate that mm-hmm. sir i appreciate both you guys for uh doing your thing man because i'm trying to tell you guys like what you're doing now is going to translate into the future so keep building this community uh keep pushing out um content um and cre- keep creating conversations that need to be heard not only in campus but in our community so i do commend you guys as well for doing what you guys are doing absolutely thank you so much tyler uh uh you go check out Tyler's books on Amazon. What was the name of the books? Uh, Cardiac Cardinals, Fried Chicken and Yams, and Stay Fast, The Ambitious Affirmations. You can check me out. Just look me up on Google at Tyler Fisher, NCCU. Uh, my link should pop up there. Or you can go to lulu.com for self-publishing, and my look books will be on there. Thank, thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Tyler. Um, up next is the hot question of the day. Here's Doja Cat, Paint the Town Red. Uh, it's What's Up, What's Your Michael? Tyler Fisher, everybody. Thank you so much. You're listening to What's Hot on NCCU Audionet.